Hello and welcome to Unforsip's monthly podcast, Out Loud. My name is Ersin Toyjan, and today we will be talking about peace using sports and how it can help bring people together and build trust amongst individuals. We are also proud to welcome our guests who are part of the Winds of Change, the first NGO to pioneer circumnavigating the island this year. So without further ado, I would like to welcome my guests, Sofia Papamihalopoulos and Melek Kaptanolo. Ladies, welcome. Hi, Ersin, and thanks for having us today. It's a pleasure to be on the podcast. Sophia, you are the founder of Winds of Change, an Olympian, and I believe you are the first ever Cypriot to become part of the new IOC Young Leaders program. Now that is quite a few achievements, and it's a pleasure to have you here with us today. Can you please tell our audience about the Winds of Change organization and the Bicominal Sailing Project? Yeah, so the Winds of Change initiative was launched in 2023, but the vision started quite a while ago. So I grew up sailing um, in Larnaca and uh, grew up doing different sports, also getting into competitive sports later on competing at the Olympic Games. So my Olympic journey and also the experience of seeing athletes from North and South Korea march in under one flag at the Olympic Games. Those were all moments that kind of contributed to this vision of Winds of Change. I guess it was in the back of my head for a very long time until the opportunity came up when I was selected as an IOC Young Leader to join this IOC Young Leaders program, which is a program led by the International Olympic Committee that supports young people from all over the world to develop social development projects through sport. And so for me, immediately, the idea that I applied to this program with was a peace building project in Cyprus through sport. The program, I spent about two years developing this program. The vision was to create this common purpose and a common sailing journey for a group of young Greek Cypriots and Turkish Cypriots and to bring the two communities together through sport specifically through sailing. And the goal was to create this bi-communal team that would sail around the island together. The mission was to challenge, empower, inspire together. So to challenge young people in Cyprus to step out of their company in order to create a better future, to empower them through the program and through the skills that they learn to be able to go on this journey together to inspire them and other young people to take part in the peace building process in Cyprus and to engage in more by communal activities, but also use sport more in this peace building process. I wanted to do this together, the two communities coming together through sport. Yeah, thanks, Sophia. And I just wanted to ask, how was it working together with Greek Cypriots and Turkish Cypriots to circumnavigate the island for the first time? The challenge wasn't really to work together as Greek Cypriots and Turkish Cypriots. I mean, obviously, there are challenges in sailing a boat together as, as a group of individuals. But in sports, none of our cultural differences are really relevant. For me, the main challenge was to get everyone on the crew to the skill level that we could do the circumnavigation safely, 
most of the crew members um, did not have any prior sailing experience. Um, and on the, on the circumnavigation, we sailed 24-7, so everyone was working in shifts and we needed to be ready for any weather conditions. So I really needed to get everyone on the team into that athlete mindset and to make them realize that what we're about to do will probably push them beyond their limits and get them outside their comfort zone, but also give them the skills to be able to handle those situations. So at the end of the journey, I think it almost seemed easy for everyone, but it was because we were prepared for the worst case. And honestly, it was an incredible feeling to share this experience with everyone on the team. And ultimately, I think we succeeded in the mission of um, what I mentioned earlier, to challenge, empower, inspire together. Medic, mm-hmm. uh, as part of the crew involved in the project, can you tell us how you think sports can help build bridges and bring the communities together? When we were in the crew, and even before practice on the main boats, we had a very good team building cases. And during team building process, we we were suggested actually became beyond our national identities. We became individuals who live in the same dream. We wanted to sail all together and we worked worked for it and get prepared for it. So what I believe is sports can really help people to connect because this connection for this connection we worked together, we laughed together, we cried together and Seriously, I'm not saying this as a romantic um, discourses, I mean it. We really experienced all of this together. We helped and supported each other. And especially our team building phase helped us so much. So I believe when people believe in the same dream and they start to work to achieve the same goal together, it really connects them. So I believe sports really have a very strong, very uh, powerful effect on Team building and being on a boat together in such a small confined space obviously needs a lot of communication skills, I'm sure. Sophia, there were countless challenges. How did you as a group overcome the problems you encountered? A key element was definitely what what you mentioned with um, communication skills. And what was really important to me was also that the program had different phases to it. And we actually started with a phase that we called the team development phase, which was a four day series of workshops where we all stayed together up in the mountains. And this was led by um, an international expert and uh, the founder of, of the Bold Leaders, Michael Donahue who came all the way from the US to lead these workshops, collaborating with um, two young people from the local communities, Jemre Ipsiler and Michalis Landiadis. And Michael really set the foundation for that communication and also to develop each individual's leadership skills so that we could be ready to get on the boat and, and start sailing. And it was only after that phase that we went into the, tr- the sailing training. And again, we had an intense two-week course where each individual started from the very basics of the fundamentals of sailing and sailing theory. And they learned how to sail individually on smaller boats. And then we moved on to the yacht sailing. Um, Melek, what did you learn from 
each other during this unique experience. We all are coming from different backgrounds, different professions, different experiences about sports. For example, I don't have much experience about sports. In this project, we learned a lot from each other because I can say that every single being in the team was really unique. We had different experiences and different, different passions, but we learned to share these passions and um, learn from each other and teach each other. I've learned French from them. I've learned different perspectives from them. During our project, I mean, Sophia's one of main politics was um, to consist to um, protect peace language. We weren't blaming, we weren't pointing fingers. We were really careful about having the peaceful language and peaceful mindset. And this is very important. And this is, I think this is one of the um, biggest aspects of success of our project. And I, I've learned a lot from them, actually. Minik, thank you. Sophia? Has the UN been involved in this process? Even though um, I spend a lot of time developing this project and had the support of the International Olympic Committee and the IOC Young Leaders Programme, it was quite challenging and difficult to find support locally initially and um, one great opportunity that I had um, a year before the circumnavigation was uh, when I was invited to a panel at the Cyprus Forum that was uh, moderated and, and uh, coordinated by, by the UN uh, which was about sport and peace building and that was basically the first time that I introduced the program or the project to the public. And when I, when I did that, I didn't really know how many people would actually believe what I was saying. Um, and I was so proud that a year later, we actually managed to achieve that key element to, to the success of the project that we managed to establish strong and meaningful partnerships on mm -hmm. both communities and, and also internationally. So mm -hmm. just to just to mention a few, if I may, um, locally uh, we had a partnership with Oxyrono, who are the, the founder of the founders of, of the Cyprus Forum. Um, additionally, to the support of the IOC, uh, we had official endorsement by the World Sailing, which is the International Sailing Federation, and the International Sailing Schools Association. Um, so we managed to um, to establish partnerships with, with international organizations as well. And uh, we found support in the local sailing communities. One of our biggest and earliest, earliest supporters is uh, Carpas Gate Marina, who hosted us and provided their facilities and accommodation for our team to go and train there. Um, and also the local sailors who supported us. Um, we also did some training at the Cafico Sailing Club. So it was really unique that we managed to do the training on both sides of the island. And I'm also very grateful to my brother who is leading the training, <laughs> but also to some of the local sailors um, who provided their boats. Um, in Carpas, we collaborated with Özge um, Samioglu. Um, then the boat that we actually used for the actual trip was donated for the trip by Marcos Dimbleby, who's um, a local sailor in Limassol. Um, and then also one of our main big sponsors who supported us and believed in our vision from the very beginning was Quality Group. So having these 
strong supporters and stakeholders on both communities, I think was really key um, in the success of the project. It's amazing how so many people have come together to make this project be a success. And I just wanted to ask you about your name, The Winds of Change. It's just so fitting to the project that you're doing. Have you got any other plans for any future projects similar to this one? Well, for one, Winds of Change is still ongoing. So uh, I mentioned the different phases. Uh, team development, the sailing training, the challenge, which was the circumnavigation. And now we have a fourth phase that's called the outreach phase. And um, the aim of this is to reach a wider audience. So the main part of this phase is the production of a documentary film. So we filmed the entire journey of the team from the very first day until wow. the end of the circumnavigation. And we can't wait to, to um, get that on the screen and, and show to people uh, what the journey was like and, and, you know, show them the human element behind the story and the relationships. And um, yeah, uh, we're very excited about seeing that. that, actually. Uh, Melek, would you like to add anything? Um, I mean, I have one million things to say, but I just as a last word, I want to say I am glad to be part of this project and I am grateful to me to spend some part of my lifetime with every single being in the crew and I know that we became a family and I am happy that I have a means of change family um, and thank you very much for giving us the opportunity to raise our voice and make people to hear our story. Thank you. Medic, what message would you like to send to all Cypriots after undertaking such an important achievement together? From all my heart, I really want them to take a step forward from out of their comfort zone. We did this, we really have, I mean, we really had some issues. For example, I had seasickness and it was a really trouble for me during the sailing. However, I tried and everyone in the team helped me. We all supported each other and finally we achieved it and I'm, I am glad, more than happy for it. So I am kindly asking all audience, everyone listening to us, first be courageous and take it forward out of your comfort zone and give peace a chance. I can only echo what Malik said. I think our mantra in Winds of Change is that everything is possible if you're willing to step outside your comfort zone. And I want to add to that, that we all have a role to play in building peace on our island. And we should all take on that role. And I believe we should create space for new narratives and we should set new and positive examples of, of how we can work together. Thank you. That was a lovely mantra. And I'd like to thank you both for joining us today. I'm sure our listeners enjoyed the conversation. And that brings us to the end of this edition of our Out Loud podcast. Until next time, stay safe.